Uh, my name is Warren, and this is my wife, Angie. Hello. Um, before you all get too settled, if, especially in the back, if you all could move towards the center of your rows, wherever there's room, because I think we have more folks that are going to be trickling in, and it's getting a little crowded. Looks like there's about 8,000 of you to me, so. <laughs> or I could just <laughs> be nervous. <laughs> um, so Angie and I live in near Denver, Colorado. Uh, but until three years ago, we lived here in Dallas, and we went through re-engage here at Watermark, and we're uh, pretty happy to be back. I think we have a picture of Angie and I before we got started dating. Um, That's D Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> so back during the swing craze. Um, yeah. But I'm going to let Angie kick us off here. Okay. So um, we met swing dancing, like you can see. We were introduced by mutual friends when asked to join the um, same dance performance troupe. We were always together. Uh, we, the exception being we get off of work, practice dancing, eat out somewhere before going dancing um, until the place is closed every day. Uh, when we started dating, it just happened. There was no courtship. Uh, this wasn't a problem then, but laid a foundation of bad habits that we battled to this day. I accepted Christ at a young age, very young age, and had a strong Christian background. Um, when Warren and I met, he knew very little about Christ. Knowing in my heart that God wanted me to date and marry someone who loved God, I wrestled with the state of our relationship. I broke off, broke off our dating not long after it started because of this. Uh, that lasted about... 12 hours, um, <laughs> I decided that if our feelings for one another uh, were strong, then God must want for me to spend time with him. Um, this continued a trend in my life of doing things on my terms uh, and based on feelings. Despite my, despite my control, uh, God continued to work. We started going to church together, reading the Bible together, and eventually Warren accepted Christ. Um, there was change in his attitude in life, but this was short-lived now that we look back on it. Uh, we went to premarital counseling, uh, attended seminars on conflict resolution, anything that we could do on marriage. We had all the right knowledge and knew all the tricks. We were set to have the most successful marriage anyone could ever have. Just insert pride right there. Um, we were leaning on our own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Do not lean on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Uh, we thought we knew everything. Successful jobs, lots of friends, life was grand. Uh, then we decided to have a kid. Um, we would, again, be the perfect parents. Just insert pride and self-reliance. Uh, we decided that I would stay home with the kids, and everything was great until one of our kids was diagnosed with extreme ADHD at a young age, kicked out of preschool, kinder music, not invited to play dates, etc., um, I felt judged and condemned by my peers, further isolating me. So at the same time... Um, so what was I doing uh, during all this? I was passive and kind of along for the ride. Uh, I had intellectually assented to Christianity, uh, but not really with my heart. Uh, so Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that uh, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I, only having about half that equation right uh, did not lead to great things for us. So I started dating Angie without ever pursuing her, like she mentioned. I married her uh, when she gave me an ultimatum to either ask or go away. Um, I moved into her house, and I thought of it as her house. I exhibited uh, no real leadership. I was not in the Word. 
Um, my solution to conflict was to move towards a habit of uh, agreeing with uh, what she said to try to make the conflict go away. And uh, to top it off, I was really prone to uh, addictive hobbies. So in college, I had spent countless hours playing online video games and uh, countless more doing like trick skating and martial arts and things like that. And uh, I moved on from there after college to swing dancing uh, seven days a week, uh, traveling the country, taking workshops, uh, teaching locally, all kinds of stuff. Uh, But my identity was in those addictions, uh, and they always led to anxiety, uh, insecurity, as I compared myself to others, and uh, depression. So I finally settled on a long-term addiction after um, our second daughter was born, Mm -hmm. uh, which was World of Warcraft. You might have heard of it. Uh, Once I got going on that, uh, I spent every waking minute uh, either playing or deliberating on what was now the number one priority in my life. Uh, I lied about how I spent my time, uh, minimized its hold on me, uh, all while ignoring uh, my work, my kids, and my wife. So while Angie was struggling with a two-kid family that included an infant and a very difficult big sister, uh, I had mentally checked out and I was looking for life apart from my family and apart from God. So, I, you know, again, I was depressed. Um, I was anxious about my job and my family as I missed deadline after deadline at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was insecure about how to continue to find life in the thing I was clinging to. And I was playing the game more hours a week than I was working by far. So uh, over a five-year period, and, and the game clocks this for you, um, I spent over 365-plus days playing World of Warcraft over those five, that five-year period. So that's days as in minutes played, uh, minutes adding up to over one full year of game time. Yeah. So uh, the same week that Warren started playing World of Warcraft, we started on a year that would end with a new house, two surgeries, and two kids in difficult stages that caused me to stay home from church and regular activities. Um, Due to horrible mismanagement of my medication, I lost my short-term memory for about nine months. Um, This led to further isolation. Because I certainly couldn't tell anyone that Warren hardly spoke to me and was playing a video game instead of doing things around the house. Just That's pride on my part. Um, We went from being awesomely prepared couple to uh, complete and total crisis and chaos in in isolation. So I had high anxiety from my children and the pressure I was under uh, to hold our family together. I prayed and prayed that the Lord would help me. And I wish I had this verse back then. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape also, so that you will be able to endure it. I was tempted with self-reliance, and I fell all in. So God was faithful to me and is to those who seek him. Uh, He provided me with a neighborhood Bible study. It was across the alley, so I didn't have to arrange childcare. Um, Warren wasn't gaming until after the study was over. Um, God took care of me in my circumstances. My faith began to grow in baby steps. Um, I was still not surrendering to the Lord and fully trusting him. I was trusting that he would provide me with a way to handle it all, um, not that he would handle it all. Very much centered on myself and not on him. Uh, We found a new church. Um, And I wanted to follow Warren's lead. He didn't want to join the church, so I waited. Um, He didn't want to join a community group, so I waited. I knew that God did not want... I knew God did not want me in charge and control of our family, and I felt stuck. Um, I wanted to obey God, but didn't know how. 
Um, I still thought was go- God was going to give me the ability to fix it, not that he would work his change in his own way. And I just didn't believe that Warren would or could really change. Yeah, so just to make it clear, at this point, Angie was in charge of everything. Uh, I was in charge of uh, changing light bulbs and taking out the garbage, basically. Frequently, no lights and lots of garbage piled up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, she made all the decisions. She drove everywhere. She planned everything. Uh, we hired, we even hired help, uh, uh, around the house to lighten the load, uh, which was not a, a way, which was a way of not addressing the real problems in our marriage. Right. So in order to get Warren to do things with the kids, I would not get up in the morning so that he had to get them something to eat. And I would go lay down at night, um, so that he would have to help put them to bed. Um, It got to be where if I would leave the room, if I were in the room, he would leave, putting me in charge and sole responsibility. If I left, he would sort of keep the peace until I returned. Um, This system was completely broken and manipulative. Uh, I wanted to encourage him, but couldn't find anything to encourage. I felt so lost, hopeless, and trapped. The kids and I even went on uh, family vacations. Here we are in Colorado without warrant. Uh, we also went to Florida. This was not a one-time thing. It happened a lot. Um, so, but God was slowly doing a work in me and putting me in a place where I was able to surrender to what he wanted for me to do. I started pursuing God in a way that I had never done before. I started reading my Bible um, with the view of finding out more about God instead of looking for checklists and recipes of what I was supposed to do, you know, my own works, um, to have life and joy. This started a change in me, and I started relying on God and Scripture and what he was teaching me now instead of what he had taught me in the past. Um, As I was growing, I still found myself having trouble letting go of issues in my marriage. It came to a point when I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, This is not what God wants for anyone in our house, and I am just as much a part of of the problem by not saying anything. Better is open rebuke than love that is concealed. That's Proverbs 27.5. I confronted Warren on the bitterness uh, that was growing in my heart. I found myself not caring about Warren at all. I reminded him that I would go to re-engage, counseling, read a book, quit working, pray. Whatever he wanted to do, I was all in, but I would not initiate. I am here and available, willing and wanting, but will not lead in this. God wants our marriage to be the way he designed with Warren as the head. Yeah, so as you can see, we did not have a much of a marriage at this point. Um, all this time, I was, I was really hiding from friends and family. Um, I didn't want to be known. Uh, I didn't like what was primary in my heart. Proverbs 18.1 says that he who separates himself seeks his own desire. And uh, it turns out the larger thing that I was hiding was doubt in God. Uh, I would sit in church, and I would hear the pastor speak truth, and I would doubt Uh, How can giving up fun things like World of Warcraft bring me life? Was Christ's sacrifice really so hard? Am I really saved if I have doubts like these? How can authentic community be anything but a downer? Um, They're just going to tell me to quit gaming. (laughs) Uh, That night in in August of 2010, Angie and I had another confrontation. After hours of discussion, uh, which is really her pursuing and me retreating or defending... Uh, I confessed to her that my faith was extremely weak, that I was full of unspoken and hidden doubts. Um, I'd been hiding these doubts out of fear for years and years, fear that I wouldn't really be saved if I had doubts, 
or that Angie would realize I wasn't the person she thought I was. First uh, John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the next morning, all those doubts seemed uh, really irrelevant to me. I was ready to start pursuing God in a new way. Uh, Romans 10 10 says that for with the heart, a person believes resulting in righteousness. And uh, so I felt like I had found the other half of that equation uh, from earlier. For five years leading up to that moment, I had continually decided to do better, uh, try harder, to stop procrastinating, to be a leader in my home, to do right by my family. And it took five years to prove beyond doubt that my willpower uh, would never change me. Uh, Only God could, and he did. Uh, James 5.16, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Uh, So at the same time, I finally gave it completely over to God and realized there was absolutely nothing that I could do for our marriage. It would have to be divine and miraculous because five years of me trying and thinking God was going to give me the power to change Warren wasn't happening. I realized the only person I could change was myself. Trying to work on our marriage was really me trying to work on Warren. So I began fervently pursuing God um, to listen what he wanted for me. I started having regular quiet times and memorizing scripture. Um, So God had changed me. I was a new creature, uh, as in 2 Corinthians 5.17. My video game habit trailed off rapidly. By December, I had quit completely. Uh, God had helped me to change my values, and when my value changed, so did what I thought and what I did. Uh, The old things had passed away. Everything I took on was as if it was for the first time. Um, Behold, new things have come. I had been to the men's Bible study at our church before, but I had never pursued God during those studies. I had been in a community group, uh, but I had never looked to my community group for godliness and for men to sharpen me. Uh, Five years of willpower had gained me nothing, um, but with God at the center, transformation happens um, through no action of our own. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Angie and I were working as a team for the first time in a long time, perhaps ever. Uh, Make no mistake, it's been a painful process. It takes time and conflict to learn to work together after so many years of isolation and bad habits. I consider these awkward, um, difficult conversations to be growing pains. Oh, very nice. Um, So Warren signed us up for re-engage and sought professional help. I was shocked and reluctant to believe him. Early in Reengage, someone said that God can transform us, but there are still consequences for our sin. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. I had developed many unhealthy ways of relating to and thinking of Warren. I had to be patient for God to transform me and my reactions and responses um, to those that are becoming of God, not those that I automatically default to. Um, During our journey, I realized that I had filled my life with activities that pulled me away from our marriage and our family, that put others first, PTA, Girl Scouts, the kids' school, etc. I was looking for satisfaction and fulfillment in these activities instead of in Christ. I created an exit strategy for leaving these and recentered my life so that I'm now available for our marriage. We now pray about opportunities um, and look at them together, tabling them for a time to make uh, sure it is God's will for us. We make decisions together instead of me praying as an individual, making a decision, and then Warren telling me I was right. <laughs> the old things passed away. So. Um, 
Yeah, so re-engage uh, really gave us a format to discuss and work through our marriage. Uh, it helped us to discover and relearn how to relate to one another. Second uh, Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for proof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. And we love that re-engage is centered around Scripture and obedience to God. Uh, we use Scripture to retrain and reteach us how God would have us act toward and with one another. And it's only through Christ that this marriage is still together. Yeah. Um, we've both chosen to center our own lives around Christ. I heard someone say uh, that before he got married, he told his wife that she would always be second in his life. Uh, first would be God, and then she would be second, and that this is the best place for her to be because he would not rely on her for his happiness or for his hope. Um, they'd be on the journey together instead of looking for their hope in a flawed and sinful person. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. And uh, it's my hope for our marriage that we would put Christ first and each other second, realigning our lives to the way God wants them to be. So uh, just a couple of the good habits that we picked up during re-engage and after. Um, there's a weekly meeting that we have with each other where we check in on our schedules and how um, we are pursuing each other in love and intimacy. Uh, Also, accountability for any problem areas that have been under discussion lately or have come up. Um, We also try to pray together daily, and um, this felt really awkward at first, uh, but it's pretty peaceful and life-giving to us now. We still struggle. (laughs) I regularly fail to pursue my wife like I should, and I confess this to God and to Angie uh, regularly. Um, By the grace of God alone, however, I would say we're struggling in the right direction. Yeah. So today, um, our marriage is a lot different, and um, we actually ser- we live in Denver, like he said, um, and we serve as foster parents. Um, you can, there's a picture of our family, our two girls, and then the little guy. Um, we had him for a year, and he just went to go live with his cousins. But um, So that's our family now, and um, there's no way that that could have happened um, unless we were on the same page, because there's so many ups and downs emotionally. Um, you, we really have to make sure we check in, uh, so that that can work. So, but, um, yeah, so God is great and very good because <laughs> we were a train wreck. <laughs> so anyway, that's our story. Thank you guys. Yeah.